Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Well, I feel I need to show the, start the show tonight, Zach, with a bit of a public service announcement for all chocolate lovers out there. Have you seen how cheap the Easter eggs left in supermarkets are? You and I were at the supermarket earlier today, Dom. Oh, my gosh. And you got lost. I had to come back in and get you. <laughs> Dom was yep. just stuck in the chocolate aisle. Well, it's been, what, like a week and a half now since Easter wrapped up. Yep. I thought they'd be all sold out of eggs by now. This is the Coles near us, sack. They were selling a 15-pack of those medium-sized eggs for $2. That can, What can, type of what markdown is that? I'm not familiar with what they usually cost. I don't know what they usually cost, but that's like five, ten cents an egg. Are you With this sort of economy, Zach, yeah. it's not going to be long until I put on 10 kilos again. It's ridiculously cheap. They had Easter bunnies there for a dollar fifty. If you put on weight, yes. If you put on unwanted weight because mm. of this, would you contact Cadbury and try to blame them? <laughs> would you well, say, "Look, what am I meant to do?" I did say this to you as we're walking away from the supermarket. I said that honestly, it's like they want me to put on weight. It's like that's their end goal. Because I don't know how selling that many Easter eggs for two dollars in any way can be considered safe by me. You did find yourself in a bit of a tough situation on the walk home. I did buy them. And uh, you made me look after the Easter eggs. (laughs) I had to hold them so that you weren't tempted to eat the whole packet. And that's where we ran into a bit of an issue. Up next, we're going to need your help to see if anyone else is familiar with the situation that Dom found himself in. I might need an intervention almost. That's almost the stage we're at. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Can you trust yourself in a room, mm. unsupervised, with chocolate. Now, yeah, I know where you're going with this. The answer's no for me, obviously. Earlier today, Dom <laughs> got a bargain price yep. of Easter eggs from the supermarket. 15 eggs for $2. 15 eggs, too. And these are the medium-sized Cadbury eggs. This is High-quality stuff. This is good crap. This is the good gear. Um, you were tearing through them so quickly, <laughs> you asked me to take well, them off your hands. In the space of a three-minute walk, I'd had six. Yeah. And I did say... Too many. I handed them to you, Zach, and I did plead with you. I said, please don't let me eat any more of these. I'm going to beg you for them, but you need to stop me having any more. Then we sat down in a room. I went out to make a coffee. Mm. I left the chocolates alone in the room, unsupervised with Dom. Yeah. Here's the spoiler. Dom did find himself consuming the chocolates. Well, I did ask you not to leave me in the room alone with them. I don't think this is my fault. You left them in here. Here's the game. Yes. (laughs) 13-10-60. How long did Dom last? (laughs) He's alone in a room of Easter eggs. Mm. How long was it until he got up from his seat, Mm. walked over to the box, Yep. And started to tear into that fold. Now, here's the thing. If someone can guess to the exact second, yep. Dom, you have to send them a box of these Easter eggs. <laughs> okay, so the clock start or started the moment you left the room. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So the moment the door shut and I'm in here alone with the eggs, yep. these eggs that I promised you I wouldn't eat anymore, that I'm going to leave alone, that I'm not having any more of, how long did it take me to cave and have one? If you can guess to the second... Mm. Dom's got to send you the rest of them. Essentially what we're doing here, Zach, is a brand new game show, How Bad Is Dom's Self-Control? That's the, that's the game. And look, welcome to all contestants who want to have a go at Shana this. Shana in Melbourne, what's your guess? A minute 20. A minute 20. I wish he had that type of self-control. <laughs> it is less than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I couldn't even last a minute 20. Michelle, Michelle on the Central Coast, what are you guessing? I'm going 50 seconds. 
50? Was that 60? Anyway, or... Either way, it's I, less look... than that. Sorry, Michelle. Good guess for <laughs> Ashley on the Gold Coast. What do you reckon? Um, I reckon 43 seconds. Mm. We're getting closer, uh, but okay. still no. Okay, well, this is where I do feel I have to say yes. I didn't even last 43 seconds with these chocolates. Nicole in Cairns, uh, what do you reckon? I was 36 seconds. Incorrect. Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> Less than 36 seconds. This is he most, moves quickly. This, this is the worst game show that's ever been played, and I'm feeling awful playing Georgia it. in Brisbane, what's your guess? Well, based on personal experience, I'd say... Less than 30 seconds. 30 seconds is my guess. Oh, you are correct. It is less than 30 seconds. <laughs> Just, that's right. This is where I have to admit that I, I, less than 30 seconds from Zach leaving the room, I was eating an, an Easter egg. That's what do you want to do, Dom? With under 30 seconds. It, you, you can go now and say that no one guessed it. Yeah. And you don't have to give any of your leftover well, chocolates away. There's still... How many are left in the box? At the moment, there's, like four, there's four, five, left. four left. See, I don't want to have to give them away. Um, we'll go to Diane in Brisbane. One last guess, Diane. How long do you reckon I lasted in the room? Okay, hi guys. I reckon as soon as that door closed, you're out of your seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, how many? Uh, how many seconds are you saying? None. None, okay. <laughs> well, look, I wasn't quite that bad, Diane. I mean, you, you're pretty close to the mark. Zach does have the official result over there. <clears throat> John lasted officially to the nanosecond, 21 seconds in a room by himself, resisting the chocolate. Now, the interesting thing, because we looked at the security footage, yep. as soon as I left, you do yell out, Zach! <laughs> As if a cry for help. I think I, I don't out, want to be left alone. I yelled out, Zach, I told you not to do this. I can't be <laughs> trusted. And 21 seconds later, that came to fruition. Well, thank you for playing How Bad's Dom Self-Control. We'll see you next week. Would you like one now? <laughs> don't give them to me, Zach. Here I mean, you go. There's Zach, four left. don't give them to me. I'm going to eat that now. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Facebook Marketplace. Price is right. Dom, this is where you have to guess the price of things on Facebook Marketplace. Mm. Today's edition, I guess you could say novelty food items. It is a bit of a nightmare, Zach, because there's some weird products on there and some very weird pricing as well. Uh, all right, what, what do you got tonight? Our first item, yep. as listed, huge chocolate freckle, 19 <laughs> centimetres round. Ooh, okay. So Wait, about so... the, a chocolate freckle, you know, mm. like the chocolate freckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A chocolate with hundreds and thousands on it. It's yeah. about the size of your head. Far your face. out. That is unbelievable. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, okay, well, I'm just thinking how much would a normal chocolate freckle cost you? I reckon you'll probably get a packet of the normal, like, 20-cent piece-sized ones mm-hmm. for around about $2.50. Yep. So I'm going to extrapolate that and say if you get a heap of them for two fifty, the bigger you go, I'm going to go $20. Ooh, $12. $12? Oh. Okay. Incorrect! All right. Yeah, that's chocolate should be my specialty, but I can pick it up. <laughs> Our inside? next item. Yeah. As listed, drinks vending machine. <laughs> it's branded as Pepsi. It looks to be about 10 years old, but I'm told in the description that yeah. it's in working order. The lock will just need to be repaired because the people lost the key and had to pry it open. 
See, okay, I didn't realize you could... I, I imagine it makes a lot of sense that you should be able to buy vending machines. I've just never heard of someone There's getting... There's a lot one. of vending machines on Facebook Marketplace. Are there? Yeah, quite a few. Well, I will just put this out there. If these are affordable, I'll absolutely be looking into one. Well, I guess it depends on what affordable is. I'm just wondering who needs a vending machine. That's my biggest question at the moment, right? Because this isn't... Would be... you not like one at your house? But it's not It's for... the dream to have a vending machine you don't have to pay for, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, but that's a fridge, isn't it? At the yeah, end a of the fridge day... with buttons. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess it is a fridge with buttons. I'm just wondering whether this is a business or someone want this, wants this for recreational purposes. I imagine they're like cafes and canteens that are yeah. getting rid of them and buying them. Okay, well, I What's reckon... What's the going price? What do you reckon? You know, this is... I don't know the vending machine market well. I'm going to guess maybe $1,500? Incorrect. A lot more affordable, my friend. 900 900 Good price for a vending machine. I reckon I can afford that. You might get yourself one. <laughs> I'll just pull together some, some money. I reckon you'd make that back in two months. Where would you put it? I, don't, I, mean, I haven't thought that. Do you need permission to put them in the city somewhere? Well, you have to plug it in. Oh, that's fine. I'll just bring like one of those power banks. I can figure put that it out. on the train with a power <laughs> bank. If you get busking, I'll set up a vending machine. <laughs> and you just sit next to it with a newspaper. <laughs> I'll make my money back in two months, I guarantee you. It'll be uh, genius. Right. Well, don't, uh, <laughs> don't talk too soon because you might be interested in this idea. Okay. As listed, mm. ice cream van. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay, does it have branding? Is it Mr. Whippy official? It does have branding. Yep. I can't see whether it's Mr. Whippy, but it it's definitely that style. The soft wow. serve, you know... And you can put a flake in it, etc. So I'd imagine this would come. This would be a van that comes with the ice cream machine, yep. your freezers, all of that sort yes, of gear. Yes, everything's included. So you're not, it's you're, freshly painted as well. Fresh paint job. You're not buying transport here. You're buying a business. Bit of you're both. buying a small business. Um, okay. This is fascinating to me. Yeah. I mean, I could buy a vending machine and the van, put the vending machine in the van, two businesses side by side. I would love to be an ice cream man, Zach. I'd love to do it. And if I could get that van for under 10 grand, I reckon I would. You're dreaming, mate. $49.50. What? $49,000? Yes. Holy crap, that's... What? For an ice cream van? It's I guess. freshly painted. It's had well, a revamp. No, the more I think about it, you get unlimited ice creams, don't you, as well? <laughs> <laughs> they, they should put that on the ad. Because any car that comes with unlimited ice creams is... is that's, that's essentially what it is. Yeah, that's, that's how it. you'd use it. <laughs> you again. wouldn't run the uh, the bell for, you know, the the song for everyone to do it. You'd just use it as a commute to get to work. And just while you're driving in traffic, you'd put a cone behind you, <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> And you know what, Zach? I, again, I'd make my money back in a few months on that one. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Obviously, one of the big stories the past few weeks, Zach, has been this Facebook data leak where a heap of people around the world had their, their data on Facebook leaked to some uh, third parties. I think it was 300,000 Australians were told that they would wake up today to check Facebook and they would uh, be told that their data had been leaked. We- I didn't have any of my data leaked because yeah. you... You had to use this specific game or app on Facebook, yeah. and I didn't use it. And as far as I know, none of my friends used it, which means that you're fine. No one I know actually had their data leaked. I don't think. Well, so there were. You would wake up to two alert messages. One just said we're improving security, which is what most people got, mm-hmm. and the other said we're improving security. Sorry, you got your data leaked. Now I was hoping for that one. You wanted your data leaked. I wa- oh, I wanted to be involved. This is the biggest story. You wanted to feel special. It's the biggest story in the world at the moment, almost, Zach. You I wanted wanna... to be a part of it. You wanted yeah. to tell your grandkids That's it. you were a part of the Great Data Leak 2018. And so I excitedly opened my phone up this morning and had a look on Facebook, only to discover 
didn't get my data leak. How does that make you feel? Well, what's your message to Zuckerberg? Well, what's wrong with my data? Is it not good enough for you, yeah, Zuckerberg? Why, why didn't they want my data? That's what I can't figure out. I reckon my data's okay. Yeah. Certainly, it's. I would say, and I don't want to sound arrogant here, Zach, but I would think my Facebook data is in the top 300,000 Facebook data of Australia. Now, if you would like. Yes. I'm willing <laughs> to mm. put an offer out there. Yeah. I will leak your data. <laughs> Look, this, this is... This I'm is, a friend. Yeah. I'm looking to help you out. If you want to feel included... Mm. I am happy to leak your Facebook data. I'd love you to, Zach, because I just think... You're going to take me up on this? This would write the wrong, because if you can leak Pass this... me your phone. Oh, okay, here you go. If you can... Have a look through my Facebook there, and as you're just looking through here, yeah. if you can leak some data for me, then maybe I can be a part of this anyway. Now, a lot of people might be thinking, well, surely you don't want your personal stuff leaked. i got nothing to hide. you got nothing to hide. i got nothing to hide. All what I want... What do you want if I go through likes here? Yeah, look, Are you, you happy to leak that? Uh, you can leak whatever you want from my Facebook page. Uh, you like a page called Your Christmas Countdown? <laughs> yes, I What's do. What's that about? That just... Uh, I don't think it's been active for a few years to memory, but it just tells you 150 days till Christmas. This is a leaking of Dom's Facebook data live. That's uh, right. You, take, take that, Zuckerberg. You like the TV show Monk? Yeah, that was Tony Shalhoub. He was the OCD detective. Uh, I, I hope they bring that back. You like the musician Damien Leith? <laughs> yes, I do. Like, I love Damien Leith. Australian Let's scroll Island. back the uh, years here a little 2006. bit. Yeah, you just go back earlier in, in the time there. And can I just say, mm. I'm sure they thought they were going to leave me out of this great data leak. Wouldn't have thought so, guys. I got one from 2012. Do you want to see a status <laughs> update from then? Okay. 27th of November, 2012. Yep. Dom Fay. Mm. I actually love spinach now. <laughs> Your mum commented, good on you, Popeye. (laughs) Your auntie commented, I told him someone would call him Popeye. (laughs) Some classic banter between you and your best friends. (laughs) And can I just say, for all those people out there who are like, I wonder what it would be like to be Dom Faye's friend on Facebook. What am I missing? You're listening to a live data leak. This is what's of, happening at Of Dom's Facebook data. How much? Leak something else. Leak some more data. I, I, we, let's do one more. Yeah, Another, leak, leak one more. This one it. is from 2009. Okay, right. This so is I, going back almost 10 years. It's early Facebook. I'm in grade 11 at this stage. The 10th of October. This is your mum sending you a message. Right. Hey, Dom. <laughs> no need to hurry up for dessert. We decided to have it half an hour later. <laughs> End of message. <laughs> And that's a public wall post? Yeah, that's a public wall post. There we go. There we go. And it was, I don't remember the dessert, but I'm sure it was great. And do you know what? Okay, Russians, do what you want with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. They'll be going, the hackers are going to be going like, actually, we don't want that stuff. (laughs) We can't do anything with that data. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Lady Gaga won gold with her Lawn Bowls partner. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you, this is a big, big win for me with my grandma right now. Also, Katy Perry has invented a new sport for the games. It's like a marathon in a way, but with glittery costumes. And Donald Trump saw the winner of the 100-metre sprint. He's sweating like a pig. I never saw a guy sweat like this. The, the sweat is pouring down. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I came across my biggest pet peeve with restaurants the other night, Dom. Mm. Tell me if this has ever happened to you because it makes me pretty angry. Uh, my wife and I were going to this... I don't know what the definition of restaurant is. Cafe slash restaurant. Well, was it dinner? 
Yes. I don't know if cafes do dinner. Okay. That's why cafes. Well, a restaurant then. Cafes daylight, restaurant nighttime. Now this place was virtually empty. Yeah. There was about twenty tables. <laughs> there was three tables full. Sure. And I was like, okay, cool. We'll get in easily. I walk up and I say, hey, can we get a table for two? I just pretty much walk past the front counter thinking mm. that we could just go sit anywhere. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you have a booking? And I was like, oh, no, sorry, I don't. And she goes, oh, no. I have to see if I can, if I can uh, yep. accommodate you. This is the essentially what I do when people ask me if I've got a free weekend. <laughs> hey, Dom, you got any time on the weekend? <laughs> I have to go check the books. See if I can fit you in. And I'm looking at a blank calendar. Well, this, but, is, what, this is what she says. For. She's like, yeah. well, I'll, I'll see if I can accommodate you. I'm looking around. And I'm like, I'm not even sure if you're open. <laughs> That's how few people are here. <laughs> right. Right. So it's what you think it's like a playing hard to get thing? Is that what they're doing? Trying to give off the impression that I don't think out? they wanted people to walk in. I think they wanted people to book tables. Oh, so right. she goes out the back. She yeah. comes back like a minute later and she's like, I think we can squeeze you in down the back. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what your definition of squeeze is, <laughs> but no one's squeezing into this restaurant tonight. <laughs> That's like trying to squeeze into a pair of pants that are five sizes too big. So hold on. You, you go there for dinner. Yeah. Do other people come? Does it fill up throughout the, the time you're there? Well, here's the thing, because this is what I can tell people are saying. Yeah. People will be thinking, it's not busy now, mm. but everyone who had booked tables at all those free tables are coming in the next 10 minutes. So yeah. they don't want you to sit down at a table mm. and then not be able to get you out before the booking comes in. Yeah, absolutely. So we go, we eat, we're there for an hour, maybe one more person comes. <laughs> There's possibly more tables free when we leave <laughs> than when we came. I'm like, what was she looking at down the back? <laughs> See, what you don't know, though, is they had 35 tables cancelled at the last minute. Yes, maybe. It was just an absolute nightmare. Maybe. So are you suggesting some sort of overhaul of the booking system entirely here? This is my, my thing. If yeah. you were that free, mm. get people in, get people out. If someone's booked at 8 yes. and it's 6 o'clock, yeah. you can fit us in. I reckon just in general, yeah. if you walk into a restaurant and there's at least like 10 tables free, yes. I don't care what bookings you got for the night. The, the chances of all 10 of those parties coming before I've finished eating my steak are minimal. Give me a table. Well, I'll tell you about this place, Faye. Yeah. Uh, in the end, the waiter did smash a glass. There was a spider I found in the salad, and my wife and I both got sick afterwards. So we probably should have seen the warning signs. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I come bearing news from Judy Faye, my mum, a regular character on the show. Uh, Judy has picked up something that you mentioned on the show last week about a possum getting into your veggie patch. Uh, yeah, a possum's been eating my parsley. I solved the problem, though. Uh, did you? I put it on a stool. Like the parsley's on a stool. Yeah, and it can't get up that high. Have you seen Terminator? Terminator 2? Yeah. They, they become smarter. What I'm saying is the possum will, will become smarter. It hasn't smarter, yet. But it's but a matter I, of time. Yeah, it could happen. Well, mum wanted me to pass on a message to you, Zach. Yeah. She said that uh, she's just listened to the podcast from where you mentioned that of the show. And that apparently she feels her pain. A possum has just gotten into our herb garden over the weekend. Yep. And she's pretty furious about it. Now, she has suggested, she told me to run this idea by you. Whether or not you'd be interested in forming some sort of possum vegetable task force. With oh, her. definitely. <laughs> I mean, I we would have to bury our hatchet because <laughs> Judy and I relating to the garden haven't got on for a little while because yeah. there was the issue of her not giving me a herb planter that I wanted from her house. <laughs> okay, yes. I yeah. was under the impression that it was getting thrown out. Yeah. I put my pitch in mm. free. 
<laughs> you wanted and it. she denied that. But mm. if the Possum Alliance was to be formed, well, maybe we could get a past that. I think sometimes for the greater good, people have to put their differences aside and come together. Mm. Now, I don't know whether this is a Ghostbusters situation where you get outfits and uniforms and you go around solving other people's possum problems if you start with your own. I mean, the stool's a great start, Zach. Yeah. I guess the point is, I don't know whether or not you've got time in your life to start a possum task force with my no, mum. I certainly have time. Okay. Um, <laughs> I woke up to the possum the other night. I thought it was in the bushes and I was, my wife Sarah was like, is that the possum? I jumped out of bed, ran down the back with a torch, (laughs) didn't catch it. It either wasn't a possum or it escaped. Well, I've got a question for you. So what do you think you would bring to the possum task force? What's your strength? If we're going through, I guess, the Ocean's Eleven thing, what are you bringing to this task force? Uh, The muscle. So you're the muscle and I'll intimidate them. And my mum is the brains. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think that works. Judy Faye's the brains, Zach Mander the muscle, the possum vegetable task force. This does say something about the demographic or who's enjoying herb gardens, because I have been talking (laughs) to my mother-in-law about it. how to get rid of the possum. And I was saying to her, it's so weird. Like the possum's really interested in parsley, but it's not touching the kale. And she was like, yeah, you'd be hard pressed to find an animal that would eat kale. (laughs) She's like, not even they enjoy that. Zach and Dom. Zach, look, we've got our producer Michael in studio at the moment. He's been telling us over the past few weeks behind the scenes of a bit of a drama with a cat, a a missing cat that he's come across. And he's just mentioned to us tonight that he might have caused a family some heartbreak to do with their pet. Now, Michael, from what I understand up to this point, you found a cat that was sick and injured (laughs) early in the morning. So you took it to the vet because as far as you know, this was a stray. Exactly, yeah. It had no um, name tag. It had yep. no collar. The vet, when it checked, it had no microchip. Sure. And it was limping a bit, and so it wasn't in a great way. So I left it with the vet and hope, hoping could You're a good Samaritan. So, yeah, you've I, come across a stray cat. Yep. You take it to the vet. That's now, what you do. I do want to ask at this juncture, well, how do you know a stray cat, though? Because don't cats wander the street in no, the middle of the No, but Michael night? just said that. No microchip, yeah. no collar. Looks like it could be injured, okay. possibly. All right, so at this stage of the story, you're a good guy looking out for, for animals. Exactly. Well, I try, try to keep it safe. And yeah. one of the things you do when you give a, an animal to the vet in that circumstance is you mm. leave some personal details. And that's part of what you have to do to say, yes, you know, I give you this in your stead. I, I refuse that. I, I don't own it. I give it up to you, etc. So they had right. my phone number. Well, because this is basically the plot of most Disney movies, isn't it? <laughs> that end, you end up adopting the cat. Yeah. They can't find the owners. They give it to you and you guys form an unlikely bond. Is this where we're going, life. Michael? Do you have a new cat? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a new cat. Yeah. Um, so that was on a, like a Monday. So then five days later, I got mm. a text from an unknown number all of a sudden uh, near near midnight saying, okay. Hi, Michael. Sorry for the late text. My name's so-and-so and you found my cat the other day. Thank you so much for taking it to the vet. And so I'm like, oh, great. The cat found its owner. Everything's yep. all good. You're no a hero. Worries. You're a hero. She then uh, gave me the name of the street that she lives on. Yep. And it's literally right next door to where I took the cat from. Like this cat had walked maybe five meters. <laughs> so you stole a cat. <laughs> yeah. And the vet was not nearby. <laughs> okay. This is like going onto someone's porch, taking their barbecue and saying, I found this stolen barbecue. Yes. <laughs> what? what? So, so instead of doing a door knock in the area and saying, hey, I found a cat. Oh, or putting 1am. Okay. Or putting signs up, found cat. You took the cat away from where it lived. It probably was no wonder it's distressed. <laughs> and then, and then this woman's gotten in touch. Do, have you revealed to her what's happened yet, or does she still think you're a hero? Well, so so I've gone 
It's one in the morning. I can't wake people up. Yeah. I don't know that part of Brisbane either. It's far away from where I, I live. Sure. So I took the cat halfway across town to the closest 24-hour oh I, I will be honest. When you first told me the story... <laughs> yeah. And you said, I saw a cat in the street. It was still there a few hours later. So I took it to the vet. I was thinking like, that just sounds like what a normal cat would do. I don't understand particularly why this one looked straight. Well, so all this happened and I felt a little bit, I was like, oh, I can't believe I did that. So I texted back just saying, Mm. I'm so glad you got him back. Like, it's great that you were reunited. I was just looking in the best interest of the cat. I'm glad you're okay. And she responded. She was like, no, no, that's fine. I totally understand. And then she says... Unfortunately, the cat was in so much distress they had to put him down before they found me. What? What? I did not see that story going there. Holy, okay, all right, well, this has taken a really dark turn, this story, okay. Michael. <laughs> okay, all right, well, so I don't you know. took a pet from someone's yard, the vet put it down. <laughs> For apparently no reason. Apparently what? it was very, very old. She said she grew up with the cat. It was 17 years old and no, it was. No, don't let yourself off the hook here, Michael. <laughs> you do not get off the hook this easily. You are not allowed to touch another animal. I'm seriously, I'm not allowing you near my dog when you mm. come over next time. Because my dog is 14 years old as well. <laughs> Michael's going to come into your living room and he's like, oh, there's a stray dog in here. I've got to take this to the vet. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google history. Dom, you can learn so much about someone by what they search on the internet. That's Mm. why each week we go through your Google search history. You don't know what we found. You don't know what we're going to read out. But you have to explain (laughs) why you Googled what you Googled. What do you got this week, Zach? (laughs) Our first Google search comes from Saturday at 7.08pm. Where do you buy bubbles from? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a Saturday night. <laughs> um, I, do you mean bubbles like you, bubbles you blow up? Yeah, I don't mean champagne. No. I, I do mean like, like you know, the, a little bit of liquid. You dip that little bubble blower into it and you blow bubbles. Because well, I was in my friend Emma's car. We were going to a, a few of us were going to see Ross Noble perform, actually. And she kept talking about how she had like a box full of bubbles in the back. And I just wondered, where do you where do you get them from? Because it just occurred to me, I don't remember the last time I saw bubbles in store. Yeah. If you needed bubbles, the kids section. What do you mean the kids section? If you needed bubbles, you reckon? Yes. Yeah, that would make sense. I wonder if there was a specialty store or something, but that wouldn't selling bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, when you put it like that. I guess that would be very. That would be probably too niche. <laughs> I mean, certainly it seems. It's just like uh, dishwashing liquid in water, isn't it? Is it? Well, that's how you made it when you were a kid. Oh my gosh! If it's that simple, I'd have bubbles more often. It's just like soapy water. When was the last time you had bubbles? When I used bubbles. Yeah, last time. <laughs> uh, my niece had a first birthday party last year. Yeah, right. Okay, so probably then. And you had good fun with them? No, I didn't. The kids did. <laughs> Who they I were just, designed I, for. I just feel like perhaps bubbles are something that should be more incorporated into adult life. That's all I'm saying. The next thing you Googled was Tuesday at 2.29am. Can you get something back that the garbage truck has already taken? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you throw out? Well, this sounds stupid, but I threw $20 out accidentally. <laughs> 
No, because what happened? Why? Well, because what? I do know you have a history of throwing no. away your change. <laughs> yeah. Tom used to get, if it was coins, he'd throw mm. it in the bin. Hey, not if it was gold coins. Oh, sorry. But yes. there See were. this would go in the bin. <laughs> you wouldn't even put it in the recycling. Namely, if I had five cents, occasionally I'd be like, well, the effort no, of this. it wasn't five cents. Okay, it might have gone up to 20 or 50 cents. Rarely. <laughs> Are you such yeah. a high roller now you're throwing out 20s? <laughs> No, what happened was I, I had some stuff in a bag from the shops and I'd put the $20 that I got as change in the bag um, with the receipt and with the packaging and I put the whole thing in the bin and then it only occurred to me three days later, oh no, there was $20 in that bag hmm. and the garbage had come two days before. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. They say if you call up the day of, they can track it. Bef- like you got to get it before the truck dumps its load, basically. Because that way they can track which truck it is, and as it dumps. Okay, well here's a question for you. I know twenty dollars can buy lots of things. Mm. Would you want twenty dollars? Yep. If it meant you had to literally (laughs) uh, dig through a pile of garbage. Well, it's starting to sound like a great TV platform for Channel Nine. Do you know what I mean? It was pretty much what Who Dares Wins was. Yeah, no, good point. So, no, look, the $20 is gone, unfortunately. I've, I've just got to wear that one. The last thing you Googled, Monday at 3.15 a.m. Never too late to learn the bagpipes. <laughs> what? I didn't search never too late. That was the never article. Never too late to learn the bagpipes was no, your Google search. The Google search was when is it too late to learn the bagpipes. That was an article I found, never too late to learn the bagpipes. <laughs> You've got it wrong, but you are right. I want to learn the bagpipes. That was my Google search. So was it too late? Uh, well, there's a guy who was... You're 24. There's an article from a person who was 73 who just started bagpipe lessons. There's still... I mean, he, There's still... Your dream's still alive. He, there's still hope for you. Well, he did mention he's probably not going to become one of the great pipers in history. Um, he's probably left that too late. Oh, he's not going to be one of those superstar bagpipers. <laughs> what a shame. Selling out stadiums worldwide. All it takes is one person to bring it back into vogue. Are you going to do it? Have you bought them? I haven't bought them yet. They're pretty expensive. They're like a few hundred dollars. Mm. But could you see me as a bagpiper? Uh, no, I can't. What do you mean? You're I, not a bagpiper. Well, what I know is it did give me a test was to see if you could exhale for like a minute mm. without, you know. Oh, no, it was like 30 seconds without needing to draw breath. Because if you can't do that, you can't play bagpipes. And I made 12 seconds. Yep. Blowing so. bubbles is more your thing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should stick to. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Every day there is a national such and such day, an international this day, an international that day, and I think it's gone too far. Yeah, well, I remember, you know, we used to have maybe one or two a year that you'd talk about at school for charities or something. And then a few years ago, we started with this talk like a pirate day. And I feel like ever since then, every day is something. Is that one not for a charity? Talk for Maybe it is. I'm just saying they're, they're everywhere. They're all over the place. When I found out what it is today, yeah. I think you'll agree mm. that this is going too far. What is it? I will give you not one, yeah. not two, mm. but three examples <laughs> of what it is this very day for the next five minutes. Are you telling me that today is three different days? And they're all ridiculous. Oh, they couldn't. Okay, right. So they couldn't even get their own exclusive day. The first one is golfer's day. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, it's celebrating golf. Golfers, I guess. I guess well, golf day is another day. When did the golfers sit around and say, do you know what? We need a day. I think they have a day every week. It's called Saturday. Oh, here it is, actually. It's uh, celebrating the start of the PGA, the Professional Golf Association, okay. in 1916. Well, okay, great. Good for them. What a, what a waste of a day. The next one is it's Be Kind to Lawyers Day. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Is there a lawyer somewhere in the country today who is getting dressed down by a judge? <laughs> and they just said, ah, 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 ah. I think you'll find it's be kind to lawyers day. Oh my god. Do you know the one that I think is worse than both of those? So the third one. These are all today. This is yep. what it is today. And I'm sorry that I'm telling you so late notice that we only have a few more minutes well, to enjoy this. No, that's okay, because I think in the next five minutes I will find time to be kind to a lawyer and celebrate golf. But what's the other one? Uh International Safety Pin Day. <laughs> Here's a quote. On International Safety Pin Day, celebrate the usefulness of this simple piece of wire, turning into the most creative uses. You know what? It's gone too far. What we need to do, we need to wipe the calendar. Wipe I'm it saying clean. Easter's gone. Christmas is gone. They're all, they're all start gone. Again. We've got to start again. Because we've, we've allowed too many people to have a day. I mean, the alternative, Zach, and maybe we could do this on the show tomorrow yeah. night, is open the phones up to what else deserves a day. Yeah. Maybe it's time that we, if, if it's this easy, this is the alternative. If it's this easy to get a day, hmm. if it's that easy, maybe we need to start our own day. I'm just disappointed that I'm finding out at 11.55 is International Safety Pin Day, <laughs> and I haven't joined in any of the festivities. <laughs> You know what I've always said, though? It gets earlier. Yeah. Every year, I feel like there's international safety pin stuff coming out oh, into the shops earlier and earlier. Seriously, people start, you know, singing about safety pins every February now, and I'm like, let me have a, a few more weeks. That is what we've got time for for the show today. Enjoy the last four minutes of International Safety Pin Day. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye. That's all from Collective Now podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.